<laughs> you look just fine in your just, robe or whatever yeah. you're <laughs> It's actually a, a, a hunter's uh, plaid thing. I, you know, something they sell at L.L. Bean up in Maine. <clears throat> yeah. It's a good morning for a flannel. It's kind of damp out there. It is. Good morning, Karen. Welcome to the uh, Winners and Losers radio program. And um, the middle of winter, you know, um, Karen, uh, well, by the way, Karen, I have an important message for you. Or for your daughter. Oh, yeah? I should have just Is it a public it. service I announcement? I should have just sent it to her. Uh, no, well, yes. No, it's not. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I've received the following, uh, you know, arrows aimed at Karen Valentine. But <clears throat> <laughs> I thought they were Valentines, but no, no, actually incoming fire. <laughs> Cupid's arrows, if you will. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it wasn't Cupid. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, so um, the AFL-CIO, uh, it, something happened with the uh, timing um, of when primary endorsements uh, have to be completed uh, in order to, I don't know, comply with some regulations that... Uh, you know, the unions have to comply with now in West Virginia, right. whatever. It was later, it was toward May, now it's April 1st. So that means that the Eastern Panhandle Council or like the regional councils have to finish their endorsements by the 15th of March. Oh, okay. Um, and so we're going to be doing... Um, a lot of this, some of this work next week. I guess next Tuesday, we're going to decide uh, who, based on the forms that people submitted to us. I don't know. I'm not sure whether your daughter submitted one. I think she did. Um, JP okay. said she did. He's probably right. Okay, so anyway, but regardless, uh, so based on the form submitted, then we have a process that's where we decide uh, who we're going to... Well, if, if we already know we're going to endorse them, we just do, okay? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. That usually means it has to be unanimous amongst the committee. Uh, right. Uh, you know, to skip <laughs> bothering to ask anybody any questions. Um, <laughs> and um, so... Uh, but uh, then this, we, we decide if, if we're not going to uh, endorse. Uh, we have three categories, like one is endorse, one is not endorse, which is really like you shouldn't vote for this person, uh, and the other right. is no action, okay, which is really assigned to people that either, well, you may like, but you think they have absolutely zero chance of winning and they came to you right. asking for you to do all the campaign organizing for them. Um, right. you know, that kind of thing that, that usually gets the no action thing, but generally, uh, you know, otherwise it's uh, pretty simple, but the, uh, who to interview, uh, and if, but okay. if the problem is, is the interviews are going to take place. They're going to have to take place in the next two weeks. Um, uh -huh. so I was just going to, alert you to that I, I, I'll send a note to uh, Lucia okay since I'm 
That that'd be a good idea because um, I don't know if you'd be willing to do a Zoom interview, but um, oh sure, that can happen. I yes. know, Zoom yeah, I know she has a tight schedule in. Um, yeah, a Zoom would be in Charleston. Sure, so. I think so. I think a Zoom would be. I think we talked about that at the okay. council meeting, and we said that, yeah. For example, anybody that's an incumbent and still in Charleston till the fifteenth, it would have to be by Zoom. Okay. Yeah, right, so. she she is. She's uh, actually coming home tonight. She was not to come home this weekend because she has meetings all day Sunday. But um, unfortunately, her her partner's grandmother had a massive stroke, and so oh dear. they're going to come and say goodbyes to her. So she just texted me early this morning and said she she'll be coming home later. So yeah, the uh, uh, you know the hump is over. The mid mid session is over so usually the second part of the session she doesn't get to come home much right no well, I, i'm sure no so i'm sure zoom would be okay but i was just going i'll send her a note and uh, that we're going to be okay. doing that I, I, i'm not going to be able to uh say either way about it until tuesday but sure. uh, probably wednesday because we're meeting tuesday night but okay, okay. so um anyway but just heads up um sounds good right and, um, well, I've made up my mind. <laughs> I think it's going to be better to beat Trump badly in the election and then uh, send him to Guantanamo, whatever, rather than disqualify him before the election and then the court hand Biden the presidency without really a contest. And uh, I think that's dangerous. And I think if that happens, you better check your weapons. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, uh, the, <laughs> the, the feet on the ground are, are going to be uh, vicious. Yeah. I think you and I, I are think on you the same got, And today. so if you're going to disqualify him without uh you know, making a serious move to disarm his this movement that's developed around him. Um, I think you're playing with fire. I agree. So, uh, and you might be anyway, uh, regard because I don't think he's going to just because you beat him in the election doesn't mean he's going to recognize it. So uh, he'll do what he did last time probably. And but still, I think with a solid mandate. Um, you know, it's, it's time to put this, put this thing down. Otherwise it's going to tear us, uh, completely apart. You know, it's not going to get better. I, I, I think it worse. has. <laughs> well, and it's not, it can get worse. Okay. Yeah, uh, I know. And, uh, you can end up like Ireland. Okay. Uh, or someplace, many other places in the world where, uh, you know, respect for so-called law well people some people don't think the law is legitimate and so they you know if they, if they have the means they defy it uh you know i mean it looks indistinguishable from criminal activity but actually you, you, what you've seen is the, the law's not working and the people are starting to fend for themselves and, and, and you know that that sort of process there's sort of an evolution that goes in there where, oh, all of a sudden uh, you find yourself in a civil conflict of 
bad proportions. So, anyway. Yeah, I, 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 so I, I think you're exactly right. I think the the writing's on the wall for what this thing would look like. Um, if if we don't, <laughs> I, I I don't know what the answer is, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, and I don't know what the court's yeah, going to do. Because I'm so scared that. I'm sorry. I've got dog. I've got a doggy um, thing going on here. Oh, you have a mis I, I had you dogs. have a misbehaving yeah. dog. I'm a, I do. A <laughs> misbehaving dog. dog. <laughs> oh, I have Lucia's dog, so they they're they're funny. Oh gosh, my life of dogs. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I I this week I've been left speechless with the whole thing because. I needed a break um, when I think when I heard the Alabama ruling on yeah. embryos, yeah. I just, I don't know what the hell we're doing in this country. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, I don't, it's, uh, and now this, uh, well, there's a lot of things going on that disturbed me. Okay. Um, you know, for example, It looks like they're starting World War III with Russia, but at the same time, Netanyahu's still doing his thing, and <clears throat> nobody's getting in the way getting in the way of that. And it, I don't how that doesn't just get worse and worse and worse. Uh, you know what people think that. Uh, it's not going to escalate if you keep bombing people and do all this other stuff. But I don't know. Anyway, just uh, to me. You know, it and hasn't then I, worked yet. I you must know, have read ten stories yesterday on Navalny, who who's okay. I I I I don't know all the details, but you know, I I, I get a little suspicious at times. You know, since I lived a lifetime of anti-Russian propaganda from every year, every the world. And then, you know, there was Nelson Mandela sitting in prison for 25 years. And it wasn't until like the last two or three when Bishop Tutu made a tour that somebody ever mentioned his name, <laughs> you know, in, in the headlines of the New York Times or the Washington Post. Oh, no. You know, and I, mm -hmm. I get a little bugs me about the well you know i've been digging a little bit deeper on this <clears throat> um i think i touched on it last week this idea on the right wing radio shows that are really putting christians on the line um and so what anyway when i was driving home from Cary, north carolina i was visiting my daughter and I, I take those opportunities in the car to expose myself <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to the radio. other side. To, to <laughs> I want to know what these people are listening to and believing, and mm. and um, so it was this radio show where I, the um, people on the show were were telling their listeners that if if your preacher at your church is not political 
and and doesn't you know support basically they were saying doesn't support trump but they never came out and said those words then you need to find another church and they mm-hmm. rattled off a list of yeah. churches that you can you know join <clears throat> that <clears throat> are political and that it is actually what is happening is god put trump here and god is calling everybody to to rally around this movement and when this happened in alabama last week or a couple days ago i it it sent chills up my spine because that is what is happening because that's what they used in alabama that you know they they use god you know yes and and the danger now that i'm seeing since i've been listening to to this stuff when i can stomach it um it's huge. This movement is huge. And these people eat it up. And, and and anybody who has faith and is a believer in God, if if you don't balance that with open-mindedness and education, and then you're basically just a cult follower. And, and that is something that is... <clears throat> that is huge right now and that is happening. And I think what would happen because of this Christian movement, uh, when Trump gets in, if he were elected, he would immediately, immediately want to use God and changing the constitution on term limits and I mean, he would want to make a change to be able to stay in there until the day he dies. And I, I think that would be the first thing on the agenda. And um, um, these people, like, I mean, they were basically putting out there that you make a choice between, you know, your God and, you know, all the other, you know, people that are going to hell and it, it was it was frightening. It was frightening to listen to. And they call themselves like American Family Radio. Sure. Like the oh, radio oh, they've been show, around you know? a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think their founder just uh, dropped dead a few months, a year ago or something. He was... Uh, May he rest in oh, heaven. That's a horse's <laughs> ass, you know, just uh, from the beginning yeah. to end. I mean, like, who those called the, him? Those are the things who that did God call? Me. Who did God call yeah. and tell them to go vote for Trump or whoever? You right. know, I mean, would someone stand up and say, yeah, I talked to God. Okay. <laughs> and let's give the guy a lie detector test first, you know, and then second, yeah. subject him to some serious interrogation to see whether <clears throat> or not he, his faith is as strong as he says it is. This is what I this is what I struggle with with the Democratic Party is, I mean, I love the intellectual conversations that I hear on NPR or, you know, a few of the television news media that I'll watch. I'm all about that. But the Democrats have um, (laughs) have screwed up thinking that everybody thinks like them. And there is a lot of stuff going on out there that yeah. if you don't turn NPR off and tune in this other station, you, you know, we've had this naivete about 
the party, <laughs> uh, you know, that these things aren't powerful and these things are yeah. very powerful. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, see, you always get, you're in a situation where, where you, you can't, you're not going to find uh, a consensus. It appears because the divisions um, are, are, you know, it's weird. They take different forms, but the, the, they, they have a common theme of being um, intractable. Uh, <laughs> and and I, I'm personally, I'm pretty sure it, it relates to just the fact that the inequality in the society has just gotten worse and not better. And, oh, and it's been going that way for a long time. Yes. Um, with a little bump in the mid nineties when the tech boom happened. But other than that, it hasn't gotten any better since 72. Right. It really hasn't. And so, and that sense of where the hell is it going? It's been going, it hasn't been going up for most families. Right. And, uh, people have been making it in many cases, but there's a lot of people falling through the cracks and, uh, and then the blame games and amongst this, you know, you have these billionaires have gotten so much bigger and their platforms are now privately owned, but the whole world, like these tech platforms, um, everybody uses them and, uh, you know, but the, they're not really publicly controlled. They're, they're, they're controlled by people that got very and big world ambitions. Um, Absolutely. And they <clears throat> may think they're good and they may think they're actually better ambitions than whatever the government might come up with. <laughs> but uh, they're wholly owned. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, why should they be taxed at all? They're so good. Um, well, the other big news this week was what was it? Um, was it Chase and Discover or Credit One and Discover? I think Chase Discover and Discover and Capital One. Capital One, yeah. Right. So they that's, can compete with Visa. That's and massive. Yeah. Well, otherwise they can't. They're going to. They claim Discover will go out of business and uh, cap because. Uh, all the stuff will head over to Visa MasterCard, which currently dominates the market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so you could say, well, if you had a third massive <laughs> credit card company, <laughs> well, there would be three competing instead of two plus a little babies, you know, that kind of thing. But, right. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can see how these antitrust arguments go. Well, yeah, okay. Three is better than two, but you've already conceded that the possibility of four or five is gone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Well, kind of like our political system. There you go. Right? (laughs) Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, I I have, um, (laughs) on that note, I, 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 there is somebody I want to invite. Well, I have invited this person on and, um, he has accepted. We just haven't, um, come up with a date yet, 
I just got the email last night that he would like to join us. <clears throat> but uh, my dear friend and co-host, John, we <laughs> we have to come to a meeting of the minds on this one because this individual, uh, I actually like him personally from what I know. I've only met him a couple of times, but he was a Democrat and he switched to the Republican Party to improve or secure his chances of getting elected in West Virginia. Is this uh, our friend so, in, uh, in uh, Martinsburg? No, this is somebody in okay. um, another part of the state that would All join right. us. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and then I thought, hmm, is John going to be nice to him? <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to be mean. And, well, I, I guess he could say something that <laughs> I don't know. I, and I just thought, you know, it's an important discussion because, you know, there's, you know, because I've talked to him a little bit already about how I, it just doesn't sit well with me, you know, that I just don't like that party switching. But I do, I'm starting to, waver on that a little bit because it's like you don't show up at the roller rink with ice skates you know you have to you have to have the right yeah, equipment right. for the for the venue and it it's just tough it's it's such a tough one i think we could have a really good conversation with him um about well, for example, that for example if i was going to run as a republican okay <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not kidding. If I was going to run as a Republican, you know, I, I would I would run almost exclusively on on economic issues. Okay. Right. And I would uh, take the position that uh, all of the social issues, you know, basically gender, race, uh, lifestyle, whatever, are. Uh, just lead to division you can't do anything about it anyway and that uh, the only thing you can get any common ground on is that the state ought to be wealthier than it is <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh including its people and its workers and its uh um in-state businesses and its ability to you know capture a little bit more of the wealth for its own needs than it currently is. It's being a lot of it's being exported, and we're not getting enough of it to um, develop our own economies. Okay, right. Um, so I would take that approach, but you, I would, you, I would basically just sign off on all these right. social issues. <clears throat> but in real life. I don't think you can sign off on all of them. Um, I know some people think they can, and I and I can see a way you could just sort of posture yourself there and still have some credibility amongst the business side of the Republican Party, you know, the sort of practical, mm -hmm. pragmatic, hopefully there's somebody. Jim Justice, he'd be an, he's an example of a pragmatist, at, at least. Um, but... How do you, how, how do you, how do you, 
ignore the long-term economic effects of not having reproductive rights. Right. Well, and, and, and you know, I did touch on that with him, and he is he's very liberal in his social on social issues, and it does kind of take that stance of, you know, let's not waste time on that. We've got other things to do, <clears throat> you know. And yeah. he, uh, one thing we talked about was that moonshine bill. The legislators, when I was in Charleston, were telling me the number of hours that were spent on the moonshine bill it was uh, when uh, there are people dying in the streets uh, <laughs> of poverty and and opioid abuse and seriously they i mean they spent something like 32 hours on the moonshine bill <clears throat> i hope they didn't and spend all that time drinking it <clears throat> i wish they would have maybe everybody would have gotten along or at least we would have made the national news with the barroom brawl that ensued you can but, usually uh, set fire to moonshine you know you just pour it on the floor and strike a match and it'll start burning <clears throat> yeah well those marble floors up there i think they're impenetrable <laughs> well that's true yeah right. anyway well okay so yeah i i, I so yo, any- get, get your friend on yeah i'm ready to, to i just don't know whether you can like race now there aren't you know, how do you, uh, you know, you, if you, if you fall into that pit, uh, you, you may never get out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, where's that going to take anybody to do anything? I mean, I can see right. how people would say, well, if I don't get along a little long, well, maybe I can, you know, prevent some of the worst things from happening and this and that. Well, that's a, that's a very public service idea, I suppose, but, um, I, uh, I think you should consult your constituents to see whether they really want you to do that. <laughs> Remember those people that you're working for? Those, thing, those constituents. <laughs> I mean... Well, I do have to cut it a little short today because okay. I have a very busy morning. And um, we will just... You know, John, we will see what time brings. I, I hope to have about three guests lined up by That would next be great. So I, I'll, would yeah, be I'll great. send you a uh, list. Thank you. Thank and you in the so meantime, much. have a wonderful full moon weekend. It is yeah. the oh, February. Is that what it is? Is that moon? what it is? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And I understand that you uh, hooked up with Carol to, uh, for, uh, we have some kind of plan for the I do. Dates. I'm adopting okay. Lukey for three weeks. <laughs> All right, Lukey. Well, she'll have fun, you know. You heard that our yeah. older cat, uh, well, no, they're yes. both the same age, but the boy cat, the orange cat, he he, he didn't make it. And I don't know I'm... what will happen to Sorja. Uh, she's <laughs> kind of limping along at the moment, but. Um, well, since your vacation is going to be a, a, a little bit extended. Yeah, yeah, I would like you to. Um, that's one thing I didn't talk to Carol about. Um, give me uh, sources. Yeah end of life um desires and wishes oh i think carol's was going to send you a note saying you know just call, leave a note for ben to come over and, and bury the cat okay so. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time i have assisted uh with a with a uh transition to the yes. other side while yes, i've I, been on duty so right, right. i know that yes can happen 
So, all right, pal. Okay. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful full moon weekend. And so, uh, how? How? Just take care of each other. Minute. It's late, but everything comes next. Recording stopped.